danger. It's danger. Everybody come to the breakfast club. I call this the hot seat. <laughs> You're wild. You're wild. Can I live? You are out of control. I can't even deal with you. Y'all are so petty. Why are y'all so petty? World's most dangerous morning show, DJ Envy. Captain of this bitch. Angela Yee. I stay in everybody's business, but in a good way. Charlemagne the God. The ruler rubbing you the wrong way. The Breakfast Club. Made for everybody. Good morning, USA. Okay, it's just me this morning so far. So DJ Envy is on vacation again, but you know him and his wife are celebrating what 25 years together? Is that right? 25 years? How old is he? No, that can't be right. 25 years. 25 years. Yeah, 25 years. They're no, married no, like no. 16, I think. Right? Okay, married. So 25 years of of dating. Yes. Okay, I was confused for a second. Married. Uh, Charlemagne's just late. And I was in Philly last night. I kicked off my lip service live tour in Philly. Shout out to Philly. That was the first stop. And it was really, really fun. But I'm exhausted because I had to drive back after that and I didn't get home. If you don't have a driveway or a garage to park in and you know about alternate side parking, you know how difficult it is to find a parking spot when you get home at 1.30 in the morning. So... Here I am at work on time on a Monday, getting ready to kick it off with y'all tonight. We actually have our second show, and that's going to be in New York City. But last night, shout out to everybody who came out and had a good time with us. To my girls from Lip Service, Gigi, Stephanie, L'Oreal. Also to our special guest who came through, DJ Diamond Cuts, who I love. Also, young Chris. He actually flew in. He's on tour with Wale just to come in and do the show for us back in Philly. Also, Partisan Fontaine, who came through. And then there's uh, TJ Adams. He plays Old Dirty Bastard in the Wu-Tang Hulu series. He was very interesting. So, uh, Philly, what a great place to have set everything off. Who in here is from Philly? <laughs> Our producer, Eddie. <laughs> He's so excited. Yes. Yeah. But <laughs> and then the tour continues from there. So make sure you guys check it out and buy some tickets. I think everyone had a good time. At the end of the night, we always have a twerk tutorial mm. on stage that Gigi does. I posted some of that on my story, but the girls love to come up. People are actually wanting to be like, hey, I'm going to buy tickets, but I want to learn how to twerk on stage with Gigi. So... If you want to learn how to twerk, and you can twerk even if you don't have a big butt. You can make sure you can make it happen. All right. So, what are we doing this morning? That's a great question. Anybody know? Joe Coy is on the show today. Oh, Joe Coy is joining us this morning. Yes. Comedian Joe Coy. I know this is entertaining. And, uh, yes, yeah, so make sure y'all tune in for that. I love when we have comedians up here. Also, we have front page news on the way. We have some news for you about Elizabeth Warren. People were talking about her on that Democratic debate stage. And does she have a plan to pay for Medicare for all? Well, we'll give you an update on that. It's The Breakfast Club. Hey, good morning. It's The Breakfast Club on a Monday. I'm still here by myself. What are y'all going to do if I'm late? I mean, you got to change your contract, I guess. Thank you to DJ Dramos for being here on time. (laughs) What are they going to do if both me and you are late? Oh, there's no show, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, let's start off with the NFL scores. Uh, The L.A. Rams beat the Atlanta Falcons 37-10. The Buffalo Bills beat the Miami Dolphins 31-21. Jacksonville Jaguars beat the Cincinnati Bengals 27-17. The Minnesota Vikings beat the Detroit Lions 42-30. Green Bay Packers beat the Oakland Raiders 42-24. The Indianapolis Colts beat the Houston Texans 30-23. And the Arizona Cardinals beat the New York Giants 27-21. 
I'm sure Envy started off his vacation great with that. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers beat the Washington Redskins 9-0. Tennessee Titans beat the L.A. Chargers 23-20. New Orleans Saints beat the Chicago Bears 36-25. The Baltimore Ravens beat the Seattle Seahawks 30-16. And the Cowboys did beat the Philadelphia Eagles 37-10. So in Monday Night Football, tonight we got the New England Patriots versus the New York Jets. Maybe they'll pull off another upset. Doubtful. Well, damn, that's what they said last time. <laughs> and the Houston Astros eliminated the New York Yankees in Game 6. What a great day for Envy to uh, not be here to discuss man. any of those things. So yep. that means the World Series starts actually tomorrow night, the Houston Astros versus the Washington Nationals. All right, now, this is bad news for everyone. Netflix wants to push back against password sharing. Why would mm. they want to do that? They're saying in a very consumer-friendly way. So they haven't exact, exactly said what they plan to do, but they are considering that uh, since the platform already monitors the amount of devices that you log on through and watch their service at any given time, they said it shouldn't be too much of a leap to limit the number of IP addresses that you can have access for any given account. I thought they already did that. I think they tried to, but I don't know. I have like an entire family on my account right now. My so. brother actually has our whole family. Yeah. On his account. And I guess, you pay for that, though. I mean, I guess, right? You pay extra for that. So okay. It's, yeah, it's not like... I have a couple of Netflix accounts, addresses. <laughs> I'm like, please don't change your, your account. All right. Now, I know you all saw this video footage of a football coach who disarmed a student who had a gun, mm. and then he gave him a hug. That was at Park Rose High School back in May in Portland. And they are saying that high school football and track coach is a hero. The coach, Keenan Lowe, tackled... Well, according to earlier reports, they said he tackled the students. But when you got to see the surveillance footage that was released by the district attorney's office on Friday, he embraced that student. That student was identified as Angel Granados Diaz. They said he was walking down the hallway and then he moves out of view. He was actually planning to take his own life. Mm. According to this report, he had a shotgun in his right hand and that's when uh, you see that the coach, Keenan Lowe, actually, uh, somebody came, grabbed the gun and he embraced him. He said, in that time, I felt compassion for him. A lot of times, especially when you're young, you don't realize what you're doing until it's over. All right. And uh, Elizabeth Warren has put out a plan. Well, she will put out a plan on how to pay for Medicare for all. Everybody was wondering after the Democratic debates, how is she planning to do this medical Medicare for all plan? Well, they said she is now committed to putting out that whole detailed plan that she has about how Medicare for All would be funded after all of the criticism that she got. She said, we need to talk about the cost, and I plan over the next few weeks to put out a plan that talks about specifically the cost and specifically how we pay for it. So people want to make sure that we're not getting extra taxes for people who aren't in the upper uh, financial sector. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. You care about that, right? I'm very concerned. Do you want Medicare for all, DJ Dramos? I do. I think everybody should get taken care of, right? <laughs> <laughs> what about if you have your own private medical insurance? Should uh, you be forced to have Medicare? No, I think I think you should have the choice. Okay, so you're pro-choice. Yes. All right. <laughs> well, that is your front page news. Yep. Where is Charlemagne? That's a great question. He's on the West Side Highway somewhere, right? <laughs> the traffic was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that is your front page news now. We are getting ready for Get It Off Your Chest. Our producer is telling me, get it. Like, I don't know. Like, right. I haven't been doing this show for almost 10 years. Yeah, just, I know it's time for Get It Off Your Chest. You're just making sure. My transitions okay. just aren't as smooth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you have something you want to get off your chest, call us up right now. 800-585-1051. And you can tell us why you're blessed or why you're stressed. It's The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It is The Breakfast Club. It's time for you to get off your chest. Who's this? 
Uh, is this the Angela Yee show? Uh, it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The DJ Envy's crying because the Yankees got their, their behinds whooped. And then... So did the Giants. Uh, Charlemagne, Charlemagne over there. Don't talk slick, baby. The Dallas Cowboys won. No, I know. I, I definitely can believe we won. We on the way to the Super Bowl, baby. Oh, man, he finally went in. He finally came back. <laughs> All right, well. going to change that contract, man. But uh, I'll let you guys go. Have a good morning. Thanks for letting us go. <laughs> you have a great morning. Good morning. Get I'm it off your Andrea chest. Yee. Yes, ma'am. Good morning. It's your Auntie Rabbi. I met you at the 28th and uh, Restoration Plaza. Oh, what's up? How are you? And, oh, gosh, I love you, boo-boo. My phone, somebody gave me a push and broke my phone, but it didn't stop me from loving you. I love you. I listen to you right now. Every single morning, I told you, I live on the Lower East Side. I'm right on 145 Clinton Street. Please keep in touch. My birthday is next month. (laughs) I would like at some point in time, I'm going to send you a lovely gift to thank you for everything. You made my day. You're my angel. Uh, I just wanted you to know. Well, thank you. I appreciate you. She said it's her birthday um, and she's going to send me a gift. uh, (laughs) Last year, they gave me the honor to meet B.B. Rex. I was at the studio on Avenue of the Americas. Uh-huh, I yes. I was on the stage with BB. If you play the tape, you're going to see me. I'm the Jewish rabbi. On December 5th, I think it was, I was there. You guys don't know how much you made my day. Angela, I love you. You don't know me very well, but I love you. Uh, you're a Brooklynite just like I am. I love your heart. I love your spirit. I love, uh, um, what's his name? Charlemagne Lagarde. All of you guys. What? I love you. I'm not here to put you down. I'm here to lift you up. There's well, thank you. We appreciate you. for you every single day. Baruch Hashem. Thank okay. you, darling. All my love. Keep my number. Keep in touch. And next year, I'm going to throw in some monies and we're going to do bigger and better in our, Brooklyn. All right? All right. All let's go. Love. Thank you. I appreciate you coming out to Angela U Day. It was the first year I did it this last year, so that was fun for me. But I love the love we're getting on a Monday morning. Ange, how are you? It's Big oh. Chocolate, the toe sucker. What's oh, up, Lord. Dear? Good morning, oh. Big Chocolate. Yeah, how are you? How are you? Hey, you got a new guy in the studio there. Now, listen, to tell him... To do your show, two quick things. One, he has to suck your toes as initiation, right? And two... <laughs> Isn't that like me too? You got to suck something for a job? Isn't that what we fighting against? That's it, bowling ball head. How are you? Uh, One big thing I got to tell all black people. Jimmy the Bigot Kimmel is back in Brooklyn this week. Right? I heard. So do not, right. Do not watch his show. Remember years ago he did blackface on Comedy Central, the man show. So all black people in Brooklyn tell him to kiss your black ass. We will not watch your show. I don't make Tyler him a Perry. bigot. Right, right. So Jimmy uh, and <laughs> Tyler Perry, right, you're doing a lot of great things for black people out there with your, your studio and you're your creating jobs and this and that and you're giving them acting jobs. But yet you go on this bigot show, Jimmy Kimmel's show, kiss his ass and invite him to your studio after you did blackface. Tyler Perry, you need to be kicked in your big fat Medea behind. Thank you very Wait, much. Wait, now you can't time. tell Tyler Perry he's doing great things like he is for the black community and then say that. Well, I mean, and she needs to be kicked in his big fat Medea behind. Hey, let me tell you something, Big Chocolate. Jimmy Kimmel's show. Let me tell you, I don't know Jimmy Kimmel from the black can of paint that he used to put to put that stuff on his face, but I don't think he's a bigot. I think he just, yeah, well, I just well, think he made a mistake because he was actually pretending to be Carl Malone the time when is, he did it. Is this the new brother or is this Charlamagne, Ange? You know who that is. Stop it. Uh, Charlamagne, well, well, Charlamagne needs a, a sellout for the day T-shirt, too, you know, so, you know, you get a T-shirt also, brother. I, right? I just Thank don't understand how you call him a bigot for that, like a whole bigot. Come on, Charlamagne, you just like Robert Downey. So if Jimmy Kimmel went on the <laughs> show tonight and, 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 and came in blackface and said, I'm Charlamagne the God, 
from breakfast. He'd be a goddamn fool, and he would deserve to be fired because that means he hadn't learned from his mistakes. And yes, that repeated behavior would make him a bigot. But the fact that he did it one time, dressed up as Carl Malone for Halloween, I'm not gonna call him a whole bigot because of that. All right, big chocolate. Uh, have a great Monday. All right, we are doing Get It Off Your Chest, 800-585-1051 if you want to call up right now and get it off your chest. We're here. We're listening. Happy Monday. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. What's up, what's up? It is a Monday morning on The Breakfast Club, and it's time for Get It Off Your Chest. Good morning. Who's this? What's up, ye? Gosh, hi, Trav. Trav, hey, Trav, I was in Philly with Trav last night doing lip service live. <laughs> Listen, yo, if y'all haven't got y'all tickets for lip service live yet in the rest of the city, make sure y'all get it because... You sound tired. You so much fun last night. <laughs> you sound tired. Listen, I, I, listen my, my voice is kind of going out. I am tired, Jim. I'm also tired because guess what, Charlemagne? Hey, talk to me. <laughs> Cowboys, we up, baby. <laughs> How about them Cowboys? <laughs> we going to the Super Bowl. Listen, I was telling ye last night that the Cowboys was about to do damage. Gee, didn't I tell you? And ain't you from Philly? No, I'm from Virginia. I've been living in Philly for uh, like 10 years. <laughs> All right, so you ain't say that in front of everybody in Philly, though. <laughs> Don't try to get up here on the radio and talk now. <laughs> But no, y'all had so much fun last night, Yee. I, I know I be getting no Yee nerds, yo, but y'all have no idea how much of a down-to-earth person that she is. And thank you for everything, Yee. Love you, well, bro. Thank you. I appreciate you. We always have Trav come through whenever he can, and he goes through the audience and gets people to talk on the mic. So Trav is always down to work. I appreciate him. All right, get it off your chest. Good morning. Who's this? This is Jacob. What's up, Jacob? How you feeling on a Monday? Oh, I'm feeling great, man. I woke up alive. How are you feeling? I, I'm feeling good, man. I only slept for like two hours because I was working last night, but I still made it and feel good. Hey, there you go, hustling, making that money. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted some prayer, man. I'm 20 years old, and I'm taking care of my little brother and my little sister, mm. uh, working seven days a week. I just wanted some positive vibes sent my way, you know what I mean, especially on a Monday. No, and listen, I, I believe in karma, man. When you do great things, great things happen for you. And I know you're doing it because you love your family, and that makes you an amazing person. Well, hey, thank you very much. I appreciate that, Miss Sheet. Okay, all the love your way. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Club. Get it off your chest. You mad or you blessed? Hey, peace and blessings, Angela. How are you doing today? Why are you breathing like that? I'm, I'm at work, man, so I just got back in the truck, you know what I mean? Okay, who's this? <laughs> it's Sean Stone. <laughs> oh, Sean Stone, you was breathing all heavy. I didn't even realize it was you. <clears throat> my bad, my bad. You know, I was just running back to the truck real quick so I could get to talk to you. Okay, so how you feeling this Monday? What's good? Uh, I'm doing great, man. I just want to share some information with the world, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because, um, you know, many people out there, they believe in God the Father, right? Mm-hmm. But also, the Bible testified that there's a female image of God. So there's three million brothers and sisters across the world at this moment in 175 countries worldwide that's preaching about the female image of God and about our Heavenly Father. And the website that you guys need to go to go check this out is www.english. www. <laughs> well, it's english.watv. <laughs> That's long. English dot. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie, Sean. That whole concept of uh, that whole concept of God being a man 
it it, it it may or may not be true, but you guys also have to understand majority of people who wrote the Bible were men. So there is patriarchy that exists in the Bible. Now, I, I, now, I understand what you're saying, uh, Charlemagne, but according to God's word in the Bible, God says he used people to write his words in the Bible. So the Bible testified that there's two gods. There's a male God and a female God. But that would make sense. Don't know, yeah, it makes perfect sense. That would make perfect but sense. But in Christianity, people only want to talk about the male image of God. But what about the female image of that God that gives life? Mm-hmm. Without the woman, there's no life on earth. Yeah, I mean, listen. Spiritually. I, it, would, it would only make sense that it was two entities, uh, two entities, one was male, one was female. It would, it would only make so sense, I, right? So my thing to you, Charlamagne Angeli, I, yes. I challenge you guys, because you guys always invite different spiritual leaders to come up there. I challenge you guys to, in, uh, to invite the Church of God World Mission Society to come up there and talk about the female image of God so we could prove it to the world that she exists. Well, I don't know if you can prove it to the world, but I mean, I'm, I'm no. always down for I'm always down for new information. But I yes, mean, I think yes. it's good to we'll we'll go and look that up just for you, so, Sean so Stone. It's English, so it's English dot w a t v dot o r g. Okay, gotcha. Imagine right. how imagine how all the atheists feel. You can't even get to get them to uh, believe in one God. Now you're trying to introduce another one. Jesus. All right. Well, that was Get It Off Your Chest on this Monday morning. Thank you, everybody who called in. Now, coming up next, we do have rumor report. And since we're talking about positive things that are happening, we'll start our Monday off right, and we'll tell you what the baby just did for somebody over the weekend. That was a beautiful thing. Positivity. That's right. It's The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Yep, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy is off. Salute to Eddie F., our producer. He's from Philly. He's an Eagles fan. He don't even want to look me in the eye this morning. It's amazing how people get so happy when the Cowboys lose, but when we win, nobody has nothing to say. And this is why us Cowboys fans are so obnoxious when we win, because if we don't celebrate us, who will? Now, we got the rumor report coming up. Uh, we're about to talk PNB Rock, right? Mm-hmm. This is the rumor report. With Angela Yee. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, PMB Rock, they're saying that him and his crew allegedly got into a fight inside Neiman Marcus. So apparently, uh, according to what people are saying, uh, nobody's gone to the cops or anything yet, but he was home Saturday with his friends. They were hanging out at the Hill Creek Projects at one point, talking to people, shooting video of each other. All of this is on Instagram. Later, they ended up going to King of Prussia Mall, and they were allegedly pictured there beating somebody up. According to eyewitnesses, they said that they rolled up into the store in an Escalade and rushed in and attacked three people who were just shopping. I don't know. Can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. I'm watching the video on Revolt. What's allegedly about that? It looks like somebody's getting their ass kicked in Neiman Marcus. What's, <laughs> the, what's the legend about that? Well, because right now nothing's confirmed of who is who. I, you know, I, there's I, some footage and yeah. Yeah, but in this era of uh, everything being captured on digital. And you're in Neiman Marcus. You know there's cameras in Neiman Marcus. That's what I'm saying. You don't have to, I, I guess, I don't know why you have to say allegedly for everything nowadays, especially when we're watching it. Well, nobody's reported anything. Or, or any of that yet. The security at King of Prussia's uh, mall has mm-hmm. haven't commented on the incident yet. 
So well, that's can be rock there? All we know. Allegedly, yes. Oh, okay. So if he wasn't there, I can see why they would say allegedly his crew, because it could be just a bunch of guys in P&B Rock t-shirts. Right, now they said it was him and his crew, but we don't ever want to jump to conclusions. Now, Fetty Wap, in the meantime, has uh, been charged with battery, and that's for that fight he got into with security at a Vegas casino, and they have surveillance footage of that. Okay. So, yeah, he's charged with one count of misdemeanor battery for striking a security guard in the head. Rappers back fighting like it's the early 2000s. I see y'all. <laughs> All right, keep reinforcing those stereotypes, P&B Rock and Fetty Wap's crews. Allegedly. All right. Now, we'll tell you about somebody else who had previously gotten into a fight in the mall, but now he's doing great things. The baby. He actually, over the weekend, did something that's going to make y'all be like, oh, that is so sweet. Uh, he actually boosted sales for this homeless fan of his a hat business. She has a hat business. Her name is Amanda Rose, and they met at his pop-up shop in Atlanta. And ever since that happened, she said she's gotten over 4,000 orders for her handmade hats. He gave her $1,000 on the spot. And he also filmed a little promo for her hat business called Lovely Stitching. Boom, okay, look, this baby. You know, I'm over here with Lovely Stitching. Just bought some Lovely Stitching. And you should, too, if you want to look as good as me. All right, so she's been living out of her Nissan Maxima, 1999 Nissan Maxima with her son, Nick. And she was waiting outside of his pop-up for three hours, just wanting to meet him and sell him a hat. And when she got there, he did way more than that for her. So. Well, drop on the clues bonds for the baby, uh, my Carolina brethren. FYI, if you're going to fight in the mall anytime before the year is over, make it better than the baby's footage from earlier this year in the Louis Vuitton store. Because that PNB rock footage I saw with his alleged crew, that was just violent. It wasn't entertaining. When the baby's video, you know, surfaced, it was very entertaining. He had dialogue. <laughs> that was a good one. You know what I'm saying? He gave us lines to quote. Mm-hmm. You know, don't just be violent. Make it entertaining. All right, now Suge Knight has signed his life rights over to Ray J. Yes, so hopefully Ray J is going to make some real power moves with that. They've been friends for a really long time, for decades, and he just trusts Ray J. So there's a documentary on Suge, and the label is already being developed too. Uh, a documentary on the label that's being developed also, and a project about Tupac, and also bringing back Death Row. Would you want Death Row back? What do you mean bring it back? Like The, the label. Um, no. And the reason, I, the reason I wouldn't want it back is because that was a moment in time that can never be recaptured. You can never get those kind of superstars under one roof ever again. The Dr. Dre's, the Snoop Dogg's, the Tupac's, the Daz's, the Corrupts, that'll never happen again. No. Well, Ray J, as you know, has been doing some very successful things himself, as we know. And he has his whole Raycon. He's in the world of tech. He has his own marijuana business. So... I could see him doing some great things for Suge Knight also and making some deals and making Suge Knight some money while he's locked up. Now, will Booty Goons make an appearance in this movie? Because years ago when Ray J called up here to the Breakfast Club and threatened Fab, he said he had guys that sexually assaulted other men as uh, forms of, I guess, That was revenge. the most shocking part of that interview to and, me. And that was always, said, <gasps> yeah, and we always heard that about Suge, that Suge had those kind of guys too. Well, so yeah, it feels sh- like there's some type of synergy there. Yeah, did they share booty goons? Is it the same people? Because I'm sure that, you know. Now, that's a documentary. I'm sure those guys are rare. I'm sure they're not just, you know, it's not just you can't just go hire a booty right. goon. medium rare. Yeah, it's people that specialize in that. <laughs> All right, Shaquille O'Neal, here's something else great that happened. Uh, he donated a home to the family of a, a young 12-year-old boy in Atlanta who was paralyzed in a shooting, Isaiah Payton. He was struck by a bullet during a high school football game on August 16th in Atlanta at Lakewood Stadium. He was paralyzed, and another 15-year-old boy was hit in the leg as well. So somebody did get arrested in connection to the shooting. But what he did was he actually donated this house to help them out. That's sad. Mm-hmm. That's our son. I think he's paralyzed from the chest down, and 
my mother has to go through that. I was watching the story and she said, could have been any one of us. And then she, she was living, I think, in a one-bedroom apartment with her two boys. So we found her house in College Park in a nice area. I'm going to get her some rain cameras. I'm going to get her some TVs and I'm going to pay her, her, her rent off for the year. That's incredible. Salute to Shaquille O'Neal. Drop on the clues bounce for Shaquilla. Yeah, he found out that Peyton couldn't even leave the hospital because the house just wasn't equipped for his new disabilities. So that's why he went and found a house for the family. Hey, share the wealth, man. If you got it to give, give. I hear stories like that about Shaq all the time, too, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like on, on, in the news and off the news, Shaq is always uh, giving of himself to help others. So salute to Shaq. It's a beautiful thing. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. That's right. We got front page news up next. What are we going to talk about, Yee? Well, let's talk about these tourist deaths in the Dominican Republic. Now, the FBI has made a determination on what was happening there, and yes. that's in a few different cases. He said it's your fault. It's the Breakfast Club. Most dangerous morning show, the Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee. Happy damn Monday to you. It's time for front page news. What we got, Yee? Well, the LA Rams beat the Atlanta Falcons 37 10. Mm-hmm. Buffalo Bills beat the Dolphins 31 21. The Jaguars beat the Bengals 27 17. Just skip to the end. Just skip to the well, Matter of fact, two scores you should do. The Vikings beat the Detroit Lions 42 30. Uh, let's see what else happened here. The Cardinals beat the Giants 27 21. I, I didn't hear that one. Who? What the Arizona Cardinals beat uh-huh. the New York Giants 27 21. Oh, so that makes the Giants 2 and 5 now, right? The Indianapolis yeah, yeah. Colts beat the Houston Texans 30 23. The 49ers beat the Redskins 9 zip. Tennessee Titans beat the LA Chargers 23-20. The New Orleans Saints beat the Chicago Bears 36-25. And the Baltimore Ravens beat the Seattle Seahawks 30-16. Now, you know, I was in Philly yesterday and people were concerned about this game, the Dallas Cowboys versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, looks like that score was... 37-10. That's right. The road to the Super Bowl continues for my Dallas Cowboys, baby. We had a little detour the past three weeks. Nothing. A little light work. Okay, that's just the NFL any given Sunday. But you see us out here in these streets. Cowboys, we up, baby. Well, tonight, the Patriots versus the Jets. What you think is going to happen? <laughs> uh, Patriots will win 97-3. to <laughs> All right, and the Houston Astros did eliminate the New York Yankees in game six. So that World Series is going to start tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern, the Houston Astros versus the Washington Nationals. All right. Now, Elizabeth Warren says she's going to put out her plan on how to pay for Medicare for all. She did say that she does need to talk about specifically how that's going to happen. She was at a town hall in Indianola, Iowa, and here's what she said. I plan over the next uh, few weeks to put out a plan that talks about specifically the cost of Medicare for all and specifically how we pay for it. But here's the promise, and that is I will not sign a bill into law that does not reduce the cost of health care for middle-class families. Uh, she's absolutely right. I like I like Elizabeth Warren. She has a lot of plans, but never a lot of specifics about those plans. And they asked her that in the debate last week, you know, the how of some of these plans that she has, and she, she really couldn't answer. So, yeah, she needs to be specific about that Medicare for All plan. Looks like Bernie Sanders had a great rally, too. I, oh, yeah. I saw those uh, People pictures. love Bernie, though. That looked amazing. All right, now let's talk about the Dominican Republic and all these uh, tourist deaths that have been happening. So they did do toxicology tests in partnership with the Dominican Republic National Police for three different incidents. And that was for Nathaniel Holmes, 63, Cynthia Day, 49. They died in the same hotel room in May. And they said, according to these test results, that it was just, uh, you know, I mean, that nothing, was not, it, it wasn't, wasn't poison. 
I don't believe that. It wasn't the liquor. According to what they are saying, it was not poisoned alcohol. So they are backing up local authorities' assertion the deaths were from natural causes. Just seems weird that two people in the same hotel room would die from natural causes. That's a hell of a coincidence. Yeah, I mean, and according to the lawyer for the couple's family, Stephen Bullock, he said, you had a couple that died of the same ailment at the same time, and they want to say that it's natural causes. I think there's something for us to continue to look into. So they said there's no evidence of foul play or violence. And another victim died in the same hotel days before. They said it was due to respiratory failure, hemorrhaging, and an enlarged heart. I mean, clearly the two people in that room consume the same thing. Like, that's, that's, that's obvious. So for them to say it was natural causes, I just, that's hard for me to buy. Right. I think it's hard for anybody to buy, especially the family members who are suffering from the loss uh, of their loved ones. All right. Netflix wants to push back against password sharing. We don't know how they're going to do it, but it shouldn't be too difficult because they can see what devices you log on to. They can watch your... Uh, where what IP addresses and all of those things that are given access to any account. So I don't know how they're going to do it, but I don't want them to do that. And I know they have family plans on Netflix. I'm part of a family plan. Thank you to my brother, Brian. He's got us all on the family plan. I can see what he's watching, my mom, my, my dad. So hopefully uh, they don't try to shut that down. Uh, I'm all for that. If you love Netflix so much, you should buy it. And I think people who share their passwords should charge the people that they share it with. You don't got to char- charge them the same price as Netflix, but when they ask for that password, tell them send a little something to your cash app. Yeah, but they have family plans, so you can put your whole family on one plan. Family plans are fine. I'm just talking about people who just be hitting people up. I be seeing it on social media. Yo, share your Netflix password. And Imagine just going on it. social media and sharing your Netflix. I see, that, I see people do that all the time. That makes no sense. All I'm simply saying is next time somebody asks you for your Netflix password, Tell them put something in your cash app. That's all. The worst is when you date somebody and y'all break up and then they change that password. Mm-hmm. And you go turn the TV on and it's like, That's right. already a member? Yeah, drop one clue bomb for that person. <laughs> Sign not, in now. You're not watching Orange is the New Black without me. You're not watching Dear White <laughs> With People without chick. me. You're not watching Dion Cole's new comedy special without me. I watched that me. over the weekend. I heard it's good. I haven't seen it. It was really funny, by the way. Shout out to Dion Cole. I was watching his stand-up over the weekend. I heard it's incredible. And uh, it was funny because I kept seeing everybody talking about it. I haven't had time to sit home. Well, actually, I've been gone all weekend. All right. Well, that is your front page and my mama don't have Netflix. Well, if y'all I wanted to watch share, why don't you get it and give her Netflix? I and do, do a family it. plan. My mama don't care about no damn Netflix. My mom still got DVDs. She might like it. <laughs> you know the DVDs that come from the film companies when you part of like SAG after? Yeah. And so they send you this stuff early? Oh, it's that, like in paper? Those go to my mom house in South Carolina. She loves those. But you that's also because you get those before while they're still in the movies. Yes. Too. That's what I'm saying. She don't got to go nowhere. She, that's her thing right there. All right, well, that is your front page news. That's right. And uh, my man Joe Coy is coming up next. You know comedian Joe Coy, right? He's out here selling out arenas now. And he's got Netflix specials, too. <laughs> he does have a Netflix special. We'll mm-hmm. talk to him when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Our guy. Joe Coy. I'm back. Yes. <laughs> How are you, my brother? I'm good. I'm good. I was just reading an article about Joe Coy. He was bragging oh boy. about how his relatable comedy style can oh, sell wait. out arena. Wow. wow. Bragging. Wow. Bragging. I wasn't bragging. Isn't that just facts if you're selling out arenas? <sighs> yeah. Is, uh, I, that's why I like you out of all three of us. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to choose my favorite out of the three, <laughs> it's always you. Okay. <laughs> You know that. <laughs> that was a humble brag, though. Hell yeah, a little bit. I didn't. It wasn't my. I didn't say it. 
Like he wrote that. Oh, he wrote that. The guy. That's yeah. That's what oh. he wrote. I didn't say it. Oh, didn't say, I, okay. I, I didn't like do the interview and go. Well, first and foremost, my relatable comedy <laughs> is what sells arenas. You take it from there. When he asked, <laughs> when he, he asked you, uh, have you so? How do you feel about selling out arenas? Um, it, it's crazy, man. Yeah. It's uh, I can't believe it's. I gotta stop saying I can't. You know what I mean? You put like, in a lot I always of work. wanted to do this, and I always dreamt. Like when I saw like uh, Eddie. When I was a kid, I was like, yo, it's possible. Mm -hmm. So, And now it's happening. So form in a day, bro. Yeah. I can't believe it. Chase Arena in a day. We added a second chase. Uh, I sold out the Mall of Asia in Arena wow. uh, in the Philippines, Australia. It's crazy right now. Mm -hmm. my, my, my bucket list uh, uh, venue was the DAR, Constitutional Hall, where Eddie Murphy shot Delirious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, that was all my... I, I wrote that down, and it's... I was like, this is this. I have to play this, and uh, and it's finally happening. Yeah, so, I love watching nice. you on yes, Instagram, yes. especially when you walk off stage and you show the crowd and how big it is, and then you just walk off like you got a big. Okay. See, why great. is it always gotta go here? <laughs> what? what? The, I know. I just gave you props. No envy. I said I like seeing that's you. Not really, First of all, that's not props at all because when you say like you have a big, that's insinuating that you don't. That is true too. That is true. Like and and I will say right. this on his behalf, I don't. Okay. Yeah, he uh, okay. He doesn't. Uh, but. But why? Why is it always like you? You you always go like uh, I, I no no I, I go. He goes. I just read an article on you, and I go. Is it good or bad? And he goes. We'll see. So <laughs> <laughs> ass. And then right and then right back to his computer like this. Oh, this is gonna suck for you this morning. Oh man. Well, congratulations is what I'm trying to say. I love you, man. Thank That's you. That's the way to say congrats. Yeah. <laughs> congratulations <laughs> on your small <laughs> and everything. <laughs> but people have to realize the amount of work that does come before you start selling out arenas. Thank, yeah. clearly it's decades of... Yeah, it's my 30th year. This is my 30th year. I was, uh, yeah. I, sh I sold shoes, Envy. I wasn't flipping houses. Sorry? <laughs> I was flipping shoes. I was flipping shoes. <laughs> Nordstrom Rack. Mm. Oh, right. So I was pushing those. And how's your son doing? He's doing good, man. Good. These kids are not motivated uh, for the future. What do you mean? Well, that doesn't sound like he's, he's doing, doing good. He's doing good. He's doing no, he's good. doing good because dad's doing good, but but uh, he's not leaving until he's like 30, 32, for sure. Is that I, I your know, fault? Because you're spoiling him or? I don't want him to leave, to be honest. Yeah. 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 I like to be honest. Like, I'm trying to act like a dad. Like, oh, he's not going to go anywhere. But deep down, so I'm like, I hope he never leaves. Uh -oh. You think it hurts I'll, him that you talk about your penis being small and people assume that his he, is? Okay, so when I first started that, <laughs> uh, he, uh, you know what's funny is when he first, that's a true story. When he came up to me, he was actually very, he was younger when that joke happened. And, uh, and it took me like three years to get it out. Mm -hmm. on, on and, and I remember it was like he was already 16 or something mm -hmm. like that, 15. And mm -hmm. I'm just like, F he's 15, 16, he's dating now. It's like, how's he going to feel about that? Right. And then when we taped it, he was like, Dad, you got to do that joke. He's the one that said I could do it because okay. I wow. wasn't going to do it. How does it affect him now that he's older and his friends can watch it? They, like, they love it. Yeah, 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 yeah. they love it. They all they think it's a, a cool brag. It's like, yeah, my <laughs> small, but I got a car. <laughs> Why don't you hire your son? Huh? Why don't you hire him? Don't I want, want to. With you, especially asked, if you don't want him to leave. I asked him uh, yesterday if he wanted to do stand-up, and uh, he's kind of hinting the fact that he might do it. Really? Wow. Is he Man. trying? Is he... Is he He's just naturally house? funny. He's always funny. And I, I just, like, I feel it. You said he's funny, though, but is he funny to you? Like, no, cause, he's cause, funny. You know, all, you know how all our kids are cute to us and funny. Everything they do is great. Yeah. 
Do you think people with ugly kids know that their kids are ugly? No. Yes. I just they don't, do they? No. No, they, they don't. Have to know. No. They have to know. Yeah, I've seen some ugly and they post it on Instagram and <laughs> and they want likes. I'm like, there's a reason why you're not getting likes. I saw ugly an ugly baby yesterday on Instagram. I just Ooh. minded my business. I just kept moving. Yeah, you, you do this yeah, real quick. Man. What makes a baby ugly? Most babies are Everything. Well, mostly the face, Envy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the face. I, I don't know. I don't know if you know that, Envy, but it's uh, it starts right around here and then it works its way down. Envy. That's what makes an ugly baby. <laughs> what do you think? It's personality? It's personality. The way it said so dada. Ugly. So ugly. I don't like it. What makes an ugly baby? You like I've been up all night, Joe. Thinking of, a, thinking of the right question for you. I wrote, here's one. Look, you look. Oh. Ah, here we go. <laughs> what makes an ugly baby? Is it the feet? Is it the feet? Do you start with the toes and then up? No babies are ugly. <laughs> okay. Have, has You're out of your mind. You got five babies that look just like you. That's all a, of them look just is like that you. Cute or is that I don't. My son looks. I don't know who he looks like. He's uh -oh. got a big afro. I, he's a beautiful kid, but I, I think he's got an afro. You he's got an afro. Now the next huge. question I have to ask is: are, are you sure it's yours? I don't think it's mine. Come on, Joe. <laughs> I think it's Kaepernick's. But <laughs> <laughs> the kid can throw a football too. I'm not joking. And at this point, you don't even want to know. That's your son. No, he's you mine. Yeah, DNA he's mine. test. Yeah, definitely. Have you ever had <laughs> I had hair fell out when I was like 19. I had sleep apnea though. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what contributed to my hair falling out. Really? Yeah, man. Is that a medical fact? Yeah, sleep I apnea? think so because I'd wake up and there's just a pile of hair on my, my pillow. Maybe you sure wasn't nobody trying to be funny and cutting your hair? Or? No, it was God being funny. Yeah. Because <laughs> when I sleep, I, it, it's bad. Without my mask, it's horrible. Anyone with sleep apnea, please get a CPAP and quit saying you're snoring. You're not. Right. You're dying. It's awful. This is what you look like because you can't see it. <laughs> like an ugly baby. The meme I'm going to make it at is going to say, Joe Coy showed us how he sucks. Oh my goodness. Joe Coy showed us how he got all those Netflix <laughs> Joe Coy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know what sucks though, Charlie? I got that. You, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really got sleep apnea? It's bad. Even now? Yeah, it's bad. I thought and that I, was something that just like big overweight people get. I know, right? Big That's what people you said? That's what overweight. They, oh, I think it's white people. And why? Why? Because uh, I, I use the CPAP, so it's like I'm still it's a like. Machine? Yeah. yeah. So I don't get to go into deep rest. What about getting your tonsils? I know for some people, it's their tonsils are enlarged and they have to get their tonsils removed. I, I asked him. He goes, no, that's not going to work. He goes, your your whole body sucks. Damn. Uh, literally, he said that. He goes, your your tongue collapses into the back of your throat. Whoa. Yeah, you it's can't crazy. can't get the tongue removed. You need that. No, I need the tongue for sure, Angela. Good point. <laughs> 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 Hard-hitting questions. Joe, can you do that? What makes an ugly baby? No, Joe, do you, don't cut your tongue out. Joe, do you think you, you need, need that? Do you think you need your tongue for comedy? Do I don't comedy? think I don't think I need my tongue. <laughs> Just my thoughts. Oh my God. And subtitles. Good point, Angela. Thank you. All right, we got more with Joe Coy. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're kicking it with Joe Coy, comedian. Yeah. So, Joe Coy, have you ever been canceled before? I, I try and keep it just on my family. Mm -hmm. 
Joe, that's always been my style, though. I've yeah. always just, I loved, not only is it my style, I just I just love listening to it, too. Like, you know, I love listening to Eddie when he talked about Aunt Bunny or, or you know, or anybody that had to do it family. Bill, when he was talking about his family, it's just, I always enjoyed the family stories. So, I guess indirectly when I started doing stand-up, it just, it just happened you that You saw way. Eddie had kind of apologized for things that he had said yeah. in the past. We yeah. knew that was coming, though. Specials. Yeah. I can't wait for the special to come out, to be I know, honest. I really can't. I'm not too excited for the special. I'm excited for Coming to America 2. I'm excited for the movies. I just think stand-up is so hard, man. You don't he think a, he can do it, Eddie's though? Eddie's a master. I think, I think Eddie I think, can do whatever he wants, but the expectation's too high, Joe. I think he'll pull it off, though, because every uh, time he does like a, a panel, like when he does uh, interviews, the stories he tells just sitting down are, mm-hmm. are brilliant. And I could just see it on stage, him doing it. Different and, expectation. And just think about yeah. the things he's gone through since the last comedy special yeah. so long ago that we haven't heard about. I think you, I think we're all going to be uh, amazed by what he does. It's it's going to be amazing. I went to it. I saw Raw live when I was fifteen. I wow. went to the South, Seattle Coliseum, and uh, that that to this day, that's the that's that's what made me want to become a comic. Like just sitting in the Coliseum and seeing him kill it. Have you ever fanned out meeting somebody? Of course, Eddie. Really, Coffee Bean. Yeah. I walked up to him and I was like, I just want you to know, <laughs> Mr. Murphy, I uh, watched you when I was 15. Uh, I saw Raw. I saved up a lot of money to see you. And uh, you're the reason why I do comedy. And he went, okay. Then, hey he, you. then he asked you for his mocha, chocolate, whatever. <laughs> he, he goes, can I get a black coffee, please? <laughs> no sugar. <laughs> and then I go, what makes an ugly baby? <laughs> <laughs> and do you need your tongue for comedy? <laughs> these, are, these questions are going to make me millions. <laughs> and I'm going to take that money and flip <laughs> houses in Jersey. <laughs> Oh, damn. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Gold. No, Joe is not bad. No, ever. I'm not. Not Listen. on that note. I'll buy, yeah. I'll buy a f***ing building. I'll buy a house. I'll buy a house. building. I'll buy a house. <laughs> and you said your tour is stopping in the Philippines, right? Uh, no, it's, it's not. Uh, no, we're, we're, keep, we're going we're gonna to keep going. I'm shooting my next. No, no, not stopping, but it's, mm. it's got to oh, yeah, stop it's in the Philippines. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't wait, man. Uh, it's going to be in the arena there. Malavese, we're, we're actually shooting another uh, Netflix uh, special there. So uh, I'm that's excited, your first time? man. No, wow. I went there uh, two years ago, and that mm-hmm. was amazing. Remember, that's but, uh, the one you funded it yourself, right? The first? first one, yeah. Mm-hmm. And now this time, they're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, this one. They're, they're, <laughs> they're Y'all don't know sh- about me today, huh? No, I remember. We talked about how he did that he on did. his Yeah, show. man. We should go and do seminars there and flip some <laughs> houses <laughs> yeah, in the Philippines. Yeah, <laughs> you can get 10 houses for 10 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> we can build some skyscrapers, MB. <laughs> Hey, this is DJ Envy. You like bamboo? <laughs> you like rattan? Well, look, for $10. <laughs> it's a home run. It's a home run. <laughs> oh, man. Now, congratulations for winning a stand-up comic of the year. Thank you so much. At Just for Last. Do those, Thank you. I know those things do mean a lot, though. That I, was. That meant, a, that, that meant <laughs> a lot, a lot. It really did, especially when you do stand-up. It's like, it's hard to get recognized just from... Just from people, and to finally re- receive that award uh, in Montreal, especially with uh, the people that I was with, it was Lorel and uh, you know Tiffany was next to me, and, and my people, yeah, man. Them. Tiffany was so cool, man. Me and Tiffany, Tiffany came up you. together, yeah, man. She used to watch my kid when I used to do stand-up. Like we we helped each other, you know what I mean? I was just talking to her the other day, and uh, we were Facetiming. We were dying laughing because I was like, you still got that 
that jean outfit. She used to wear the same jean outfit at least three times a week. She man. was homeless, Joe. I know, no. We, I, so was I. Jesus, let me finish the story, <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> God, has anyone called him a jerk yet? Not recently. <laughs> About 10 times this morning. Um, but you know, we were talking about that jean outfit, and it was just like, Man, how far we've come. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like it's such a beautiful thing. It's like she used to wear it three times a day. She goes, but I look good, didn't I? I go, yeah, but I'm pretty sure those jeans smell like <laughs> smell like fart. <laughs> I love how, how'd you become friends with Tisha Martin Campbell? Um, she hit me up about the rice when I when I did the the joke about uh, the That's rice. Racist. You stop. Just to hit an Asian person up about rice? Because I did it on the special. It's oh. obviously someone oh didn't watch it. I'm just being. <laughs> Cancel culture that's all. I'm overreacting, being fake outraged about something, Joe. Jesus. Fake outrage should be a hashtag. Yes. Let's start that. <laughs> fake outrage. Yes. Um, no, it's the joke I did about um, the rice, how to make rice, and, and she she just loved it, and she she hit me up. and Then you went to her crib and made rice? She came to my house. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and uh, and we made rice together, and and we've been friends ever since. She's amazing, by the way. Oh, I thought so. y'all been lifelong friends. I didn't realize y'all just knew met uh, each other. It's like we, we it's like we've known each other for a long time, and we do videos together. It's it's so it's crazy that our relationship is taking off like that. And it all started with a DM. It all started with a DM, man. She's going through a divorce. Yeah, I know, man. No, I'm not single. I'm not single. Oh, <laughs> this guy is the mat. You know what you should get when he retires? A gold shovel, because he knows how to dig. <laughs> <laughs> so wrong. Oh, oh God, Joe, man. Can I say something? I always yes. want to say this publicly because I've always been trying to talk about my brother. Uh, my brother, you know, he has schizophrenia, mm-hmm. and he, he and he's always been uh, in in a hospital. And it's always been hard for me to talk about my brother. And uh, and and when you you know have come out about uh, mental health, mental health, and it, that's so it's a beautiful thing, man. So thank you so much. I didn't mean to bring it down or. No, or uh, make it a TED talk, but it it, it, it does inspire me, and I, I've been trying so hard. I, I want to make sure I talk to him in a great light, talk mm-hmm. about him in a great light, and I still want it to be funny. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's real and life. I, yeah, man, it's real life, and it and it you know I've seen a lot of sh. It, it made me become a comic, mm-hmm. seeing what my brother did to our family, and it's not a bad thing. You know what I mean? It's, did you uh, understand it when you was young? No, I didn't understand it. You yeah. know what I mean? I was I was five when he went. When he flipped, you know what I mean, and uh, and it's just hard. So like when you opened up like that, man, you you've opened up to a lot of people, and and now it's inspired me. So I just want you to know that when you see me right. talking about therapy yeah. and, and stuff like that, I want you to know it's because of you. So thank you so much for what doing that. What have you learned man. about yourself in therapy? Uh, but that everyone needs it, man. Absolutely. You know what I mean. And mental health is 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 it's serious, man. Not, a lot of people don't deal with. Uh, Thing. They like to bottle it in, especially in my culture. You need someone to tell you that you're wrong, too, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, you know, yeah, a, lot, yeah. a lot of us think we're always right. right. Yeah, you yeah, need yeah. someone that's like, hey, man, you're f***ing wrong. Yeah, like your baby is ugly. Yeah, your baby's ugly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop yeah, posting yeah. it. Yeah. You're ugly. Yeah. <laughs> On the inside. Yeah. And out. That's true, man. So I, I really appreciate you doing that, man. It's, you've inspired me so much, man. And I, I'm really trying to talk about my brother. I, I did it one time with Aisha Tyler. I did it on her pod, and I just started crying because it, it felt like the weight was lifted off my back. Because right. it's like I, every time everyone always asks me, like, you know, how many siblings you have, I always talked about my sisters, and I never talked about my brother. Wow. You know what I mean? Because it's it's really hard, man. It's, it's hard to talk to my brother on the phone, you know what I mean? Because he'll give you a glimpse of Robert. And then he goes right into someone else, and it's just that that ends the phone call. You get what I mean? A lot of people have, I mean, you have family members that you keep in the back room. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. people didn't know how to deal with those stigmas back in the day. Yeah, you know how man. to deal with people with mental health issues. And now we can. 
Give him a hug, man. Give him a hug, man. I think that's right. There you go. I love you and I value you. There you go. I appreciate you. And I'm glad your brothers, you know. Thank you, man. I'm glad that y'all are coming to terms with it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to take it there. No, but it's fine, man. I had, to, I had to tell you that in person, my man. And, Thank uh, you, my yeah, brother. Yeah, that's a beautiful I thing, I appreciate man. you. And I so now I got to go visit my brother. Oh, my God. And that's, and that's a tough one. Yeah. That's, that's really, Cry really all tough. The time? Yeah, it's tough, man. Anyways, right. I hope you guys are crying on your way to work. <laughs> Great. But Joe Coy, ladies and gentlemen, we're that's how we're ending it. <laughs> you decided to do yeah, that, Joe. Right? I got some money. I'm about to invest. I hope you guys are crying. <laughs> Let's get some places in Queens. There you go. <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. It's Joe Coy. I love you, man. Yep. It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee. Uh, DJ Envy celebrating his anniversary, huh? Yeah, 25 years. Yeah, so. See, so I guess 25 years since they started dating, not since marriage. No, I think they've been married for like 22 years. I heard 16. If he was married for 25 years, that would mean he got married when he was like 16. Y'all still lying about your age? DJ be 42 years old. Right, and that's... They got married when they was like 20-something, right? How long? You say, they been married like 22 years? But not 25. He said it being 25 years right now. That's 25 years of them. Who said 25 years? He did. Oh, because anytime he's been up, I think he said, oh, it says 23, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they've been together for 25 I years. I he said married 23. I don't know. He was acting like this is a big anniversary. That's why he said it's 25 years. I mean, let's be clear. Every anniversary is a big anniversary. I mean, especially... But, you know, there's certain milestones that you hit that you're like, wow, it's been yeah, you start just getting, like ages when you, you turn 21. You start getting in the 20s. We're dropping one of Clues Bombs for DJ. He went and bought him a new hairline. He got a whole new toupee. Maybe he got the toupee for the trip. Okay. I, saw, I saw him just post on Instagram that they headed to Paris or something like that. Oh, so that was a surprise. I didn't see that yet. Yeah, okay? yeah, I so saw him post that on well, Instagram. that's a beautiful thing. So happy anniversary to Gia. Happy anniversary, man. Anniversaries are a beautiful thing. It's a good thing for couples to be together that long, you know. And, and Envy said something on Instagram that was actually true. He said you have to keep things exciting. And mm -hmm. a surprise trip to Paris is definitely exciting. All right, and you had a good weekend too, right? I did have a good weekend. I was at uh, South Carolina State University's homecoming. Uh, that's my mother's alma mater. So I was down there for the weekend and uh, just enjoying myself. All yes. right. And I'm, oh, and I want to shout out the New York Times and Farrah Noel for putting this together. They actually did that Sunday, what I do on Sundays feature on me in the New York Times. My mom hit me before I even had a chance to see it. I didn't even realize it was coming out this Sunday. But thank you to Farrah Noel and to Anthony, who actually was the photographer on that. It was exciting. Everybody hit me up like, I see you in the New York Times. So that was kind of a big deal. And then I also started off my lip service tour as well. So that was big news for me as well. And we got the rumor report coming up, right? Oh, and DB do. Now, somebody uh, just recently ended up getting arrested after a car accident yesterday in Beverly Hills. And we'll tell you who that person was. All right. All that and more. Stick around if you choose to. It's The Breakfast Club. Yes, yeah, the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlamagne the God, Angela Yee. My damn shoulder hurt, man, because my one-year-old was in the bed last night, and she'd be kicking and moving all over the place. So as a father, you got to kind of, like, move out the way to try to dodge her, so you end up sleeping all awkward. And I woke up, man, and my shoulder is killing me. You hear me? But that's just my problem. We got the rumor report coming up. We about to talk about who? Kanye West. Yeah, yeah him. Kanye. <laughs> about time. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. So Kanye had his first international Sunday service in Kingston on Friday. He had a choir with about 120 people in that choir. And he was at Emancipation Park. Looks like it was packed out there. Some people were upset about his 
clothing that he had, the merchandise. He had a lot of Jamaica-themed merchandise with government logos and things like that on it. I saw Dika Morrison says, so do we get paid royalties for all this Jamaica-themed merchandise bearing government logos and whatnot, or don't ask that either? What's the government logo for Jamaica? Uh, they have a bunch of different logos. If you look at Revolt, you can see what some of... Uh, some of the merchandise looks like. I don't know. I guess you could just use that, right? Do you have to pay the I mean, government I, I, to I, use their I, logos? I, I don't know what the, the, the legalities of it are, but I just think as a human being, if you're going to pull up in somebody's country and sell stuff with their logo on it, you should kick back some bread to the country. A thousand percent. Well, he also tried to trademark Sunday service, but that trademark got rejected. And that's because somebody else already has that, of course. I mean, Sunday service is not a new phrase. What's up with y'all? You know what, man? What's up with y'all Negroes and y'all trying to trademark things that have existed for so long? LeBron James with Taco Tuesday, <laughs> Kanye West with Sunday service. Why do y'all think that y'all should have the rights to those things? Uh, I'm not sure. I think LeBron had a whole different reason for trying man, to do Taco no. Tuesday, they said. No matter. Like, no. Taco Tuesday is Taco Tuesday, Sunday service is Sunday service. They existed long before them and will exist long after them. They can't trademark those. All right. Well, he also said his new album, Jesus is King, is coming out this week. So he said October 25th. And he put some imagery out as well on his page. You know, he hasn't been on social media like that. Is there so. any anticipation for the album? I feel um, like he keeps pushing it back, but I don't feel like any momentum is building. Like, I don't see people clamoring to hear I guess that's what the Sunday service it. events are. I don't see people clamoring to want to hear it, That is called Jesus is King. Yeah, we haven't heard any music from it. I guess Kanye don't have to put out any music beforehand, though, right? And uh, now let's discuss Nicki Minaj. Now, she did a sit-down interview with The Shade Room. And in that interview, of course, she talked about her upcoming marriage to Kenneth Petty. We'll definitely do the actual, you know, the paperwork type portion of the wedding, of the marriage. But the actual wedding, I don't know. You know when you're a little girl, you want this big, beautiful wedding? And I used to think that I was one of those girls. Like, I was so one of those girls. Like, I always wanted that fairy tale. But then, all the things that used to matter to you don't matter as much. Because I remember wanting those things with people who... That real love wasn't there. All right. In addition to that, she talks about her new album and new music. She said she did do some collaborations and she did something, I guess, with Kanye. And Kanye's trying to take one of their unreleased collaborations and transform it into a gospel track. And I heard he already did that. I heard Styles P wrote the record, if I'm not mistaken, and Nikki was on it. Nikki and Ty Dallas on, I think. Well, she said they're not seeing eye to eye on it. So she said, I don't know, but of course I love and respect Kanye and Kim. We'll see what happens with that. So she said she just doesn't know about that yet. In addition, here's what she had to say about that tweet where she said she was retiring. I knew that I, already, that I still had music that I already had recorded that was still going to come out. So the retirement was kind of talking about, do I want to go back and record, a, you know, my fifth album? But I knew that, of course, you know, I already I always get get asked to do features and I like features where do I stand with it now is that I didn't know my fans were gonna act like that with the tweet and it hurt my feelings because I felt like the way I did it maybe was like insensitive to my fans but I didn't think it was gonna be that big of a deal <laughs> so that's why I deleted it Nobody believed Nicki Minaj was really retiring. Mm -hmm. Y'all just needed some news that day, some content to feed your blogs. All right, now here is an exclusive story from OK Magazine. They are saying that Lori Harvey got into a serious car accident, and that was early Sunday. 
They said according to an eyewitness, she crashed her Mercedes SUV into another vehicle, flipping her car while driving in Beverly Hills. They said she had been texting and driving, according to the source. Mm. The driver of the other vehicle actually pulled her from her car. That's when she tried to flee the scene. When police did arrive at that crash, she started FaceTiming with her dad, Steve Harvey. And they said she was arrested on two counts, misdemeanor hit and run, and delaying a police investigation. And that was at 9.48 p.m. on October 20th after she rolled her vehicle. So they said they do not believe that she was intoxicated at the time of the accident. She was arrested and then released on the scene. She identified herself properly and also signed a written promise to appear in court. If you're texting and driving, you might as well be drunk. I don't think... Listen, I... You know how stupid you look when you text and drive, and you don't realize it until you're riding with somebody who's texting and driving. And they're swerving, and, and, and like, whoa. Yo, people be having their heads down for a long time and don't even realize they're staring at their goddamn phone. You know what, though? Now in your car, you can actually talk to text on your phone. So how, you can actually talk, and you don't have to look down or anything. You can just talk. How about just call the person? You know who I respect? My Salute to Carolina Bermudez, great friend of mine. Uh, she does the morning show on KTU. If you text her while she's driving, you will get the message that says, I am yeah. driving right now. That's what now. you get when you call Lyft and Uber. If you try really? to text them, you can text the driver, like, I'm over here. And it'll be like, the driver is driving, so they can't get back yes, to you. Yes, man. That's smart, responsible driving. But <laughs> I think it's nice how they have it that you can actually talk, and it'll text it for you. So you just can keep your eyes on the road, say whatever you have to say, and say, send and then it'll read it back to you and send it. Yeah, it's not worth it. You don't want to die, and the last thing you sent out was laugh out loud. It All right, I'm it. Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Now, Charlamagne, you have Donkey of the Day coming up. That's right, and uh, we need to talk about a science teacher who got things all wrong. I haven't been in science class in a long time, so I don't know what the I curriculum is. Science. But this don't sound like part of the curriculum. We'll talk about it for after the hour. Charlamagne, say the gang, Donkey of the Day. Charlamagne. You are Donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey that. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, <laughs> man, hit it with the heat. Yes, the Breakfast Club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Well, Ed Sheeran, on this fine Monday, Donkey of the Day for Monday, October 21st, goes to a teacher. Uh, I think it's in Mississippi. His name is Mr. Miller. Uh, now, Mr. Miller is a science teacher at Leland High School, and recently on Snapchat, one of his lessons planned was shared with the world. Uh, I graduated with a diploma from Knight School, Berkeley High School in Monk's Corner, South Carolina, class of 98, even though I was supposed to graduate in 96, but let's not worry about minor details, okay? But I'm saying all that to say, I don't remember much from science class. What did I learn in science class? Periodic tables, mm-hmm. you learn about gravity, light. Uh, sometimes you dissect things. I personally don't remember doing that. I just recall that from movies. Angela, do you remember things from science class? I remember that it was like my worst subject in school. You remember what you did in there? Um, cheat off of other people. Okay. I remember we had to dissect a pig once. That was disgusting. You so, never had to do that? No, so the dissection oh. of things is something that actually happens. Yeah, we had to all dissect right. a pig, and it was the smell of formaldehyde. All, ugh, it was nasty. I asked a young, cruel. I asked our producer, one of our producers, Young Taylor, uh, about what she learned in science in high school, because we've been out of school forever, but she was there recently. She told me it was a bunch of different type of sciences. Have you heard about that? Taylor, come here. There you go. Just in time. What's the different type of sciences you chemistry, learned? Chemistry, biology. Yeah, chemistry, biology. What else? And what did you do in political them? science? What, I do in what did you do in those classes? Um, I learned about well, biology. I learned more about like just the body and everything else like that. And okay. Like, you didn't have to dissect anything. No, I actually didn't have to for some oh. reason. Oh. 
They definitely made us do that. Well, well, I've heard a lot of different <laughs> things people learned in science uh, based off my own experiences and the experiences of other people. But what I'm sure about is what Mr. Miller was teaching was not part of the curriculum. See, parents have expressed their concerns about Mr. Miller, and they have every right to. Let's go to Delta News TV for the report to see what lesson Mr. Miller was sharing in science class. Growing concern at one local school after video surfaces of a teacher hosting a twerking contest during a science class. The most shocking part about all of this is a teacher encouraging these acts. The teacher known as Mr. Miller is seen in these videos jumping up and cheering students on, all while class is in session. Mr. Miller allegedly paid the girls $25 each for participating in the contest. We reached out to the district as well as the principal and they did not care to comment on the issue. They did say the teacher was terminated and is no longer with the district. I would play a game of guess what race it is, but you know what that is. Niggers, now, where is the twerking? Where is twerking on the periodic table? Okay, what? TW. <laughs> That's what element that is. Listen, I understand teachers, you know, wanting to connect with students, got to show you in touch, but this isn't the way to do it. Not to mention you're a grown-ass man and you got a bunch of young high school girls twerking. Uh, insert your own Robert Kelly joke. Uh, not to mention you were paying these girls $25 to participate. What in the name of sex trafficking is going on in your classroom, Mr. Miller? Remember when we had Tony Rivera up here and she was saying how when she was a little girl, she was dancing at Freaknik, I think it was, and guys started throwing money at her and then some guy came up to her and told her she could make more of that in the script club, so she... He took her to the script club that night, and that's how she got introduced to the world of sex trafficking. I'm just saying. All right, this right here, what you are providing, Mr. Miller, is the same type of gateway drug to that lifestyle, okay? You are teaching young women that if they dance provocatively, they can make some change, all right? Shake that ass for a little cash, all right? What are you teaching people in science by twerking? This don't have nothing to do with the census. This don't have nothing to do with the moon. This has nothing to do with bird feeding. Did they do bird feeding in science class? Oh, uh, no, we never did that. Oh, okay. Like throw bread on the ground? Well, whatever. That's what you learn in science class, all right? <laughs> now, is this possible? Because Taylor said in biology they teach you about the body. Is this possible this could be biology because twerking uses your body? <laughs> I'm just trying to find an out for this nigga. Is there anything? Well, at <laughs> Lip Service Live, we t uh, at the end, Gigi does twerking lessons, and she teaches that girls with small butts can still twerk. So that does have to do with the body, and she shows how that can happen. Would that be considered biology? No. The insides of oh like, the inside the body. of the body. Oh, okay, got you, got you, got you, got you. Well, right. Some of that is on inside. You can make that part move. Uh, what part? <laughs> like wow. your butt move on, from the inside. How? While you twerk. I don't. I don't but of know. course, this is inappropriate in school. I just not yeah. like you're at lip service. Yeah, I don't get it. I think this is <laughs> actually just perversion and an abuse of power. And I'm glad Mr. Miller was fired. It's disgusting. Yeah, don't go twerking in science class. Stick to the dissection of frogs and pigs that you're used to. Please uh, give Mr. Miller the biggest he are. I would assume Peter doesn't allow that. Like, people to be dissecting pigs in class. Like, they, I'm sure they protest. Yeah, that's, gotta that. that's, that's probably had to change. Yeah, the, I'm sure, because right? I don't know if kids do that anymore. Y'all still dissect animals? Tweet us and let us know. I don't know. I mean, why, and we had to do it. That's disgusting. If you dissect animals, you should dissect Someone animals passed. nobody likes. Like rats. Rats? Yes. Oh, these are rats. <laughs> no, rats. Dude, I said rats. That's okay. what you should do. All right. All right. Now, uh, what are we talking about after Donkey? I don't know. Let me see. There's a whole entire... Okay. Oh, yes. So they wanted to talk about Lisa Ray. What happened with Lisa Ray? Well, she said that Dwayne Martin came in between her marriage. Oh, yes. To Michael Mizick, the former... Uh, didn't that prime... air last night? Didn't Lisa Ray's uncensored air last night? Yes. Let's Let's hear this. I didn't watch it. 
I married what I thought was going to be a union in which it was going to be what we wanted it to be. So I left my career and I was a full-time wife and first lady in Turks and Caicos Islands. Then he was doing a lot more traveling by himself and I was staying home to really to be quite honest. Then he became friends with Dwayne Martin. He became disrespectful with introducing my husband to different women and women that we actually knew as friends and associates. So needless to say, me and Dwayne don't with each other at all. I don't agree with her. What's the question? Listen, I we had a whole discussion about this behind yes, the scenes the that. other day, and I believe that if me and you are friends, because they were friends and they worked on a show together, and you are seeing my husband do all kinds of things that are inappropriate and encouraging it and introducing him to people and trying to be all cool and down with him, I'm not going to be cool with you anymore. That's my choice. Uh, I'm I not going to be around you or him. I don't agree. Uh, not even a little bit. Dwayne Martin is not in control of that man's penis, and if you introduce him to a, a, another woman, that has nothing to do with him, and if he is introducing your husband to your so-called friends, shouldn't your friends know that's your husband? And shouldn't they not disrespect you in that way as well? I don't know, but if somebody was uh, cool with me and they were out with my man and he was talking to other chicks, you better come to me and be like, uh, let me tell you what happened and you better tell him, I don't appreciate you doing that around me because that's my girl. But let's see what you think. 800-585-1051 It's The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. The world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy is out celebrating his anniversary. Uh, but we are talking Lisa Ray and her uncensored last night. This is a conversation that uh, we we had. I think we had it a little bit on the air last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we definitely had it behind the scenes. But uh, tell them what's happening to you. Uh, so Lisa Ray was saying that Dwayne Martin actually disrupted her relationship with her former husband, Michael Mizick. I'm sure amongst other things, there were issues there. But he was bringing him around women, becoming like real, you know, coochie crunch and tight with him. And apparently she thinks that was wrong. You were watching my husband cheat on me and not saying anything about it and it helped break up her marriage. And I feel like if me and you are cool and we're friends and you're my boy and you meet my husband and you think and you see him doing those things, A, you should tell me and come to me, you better, because you should have some loyalty to me. And B, you should tell him, look, I'm not cool with the stuff that you're doing and therefore I can't be around you. You know, you you can't do that. And so I agree with Lisa Ray. I wouldn't be friends with him anymore. That's and not that's- what she said, though. Like, if she would have said what you just said, I would have agreed with her, but that's not what she said. She said this. I married what I thought was going to be a union in which it was going to be what we wanted it to be. So I left my career and I was a full-time wife and first lady in Turks and Caicos Islands. Then he was doing a lot more traveling by himself and I was staying home to really to be quite honest. Then he became friends with Dwayne Martin. He became disrespectful with introducing my husband to different women and women that we actually knew as friends and associates. So needless to say, me and Dwayne don't with each other at all. And I don't agree with that. You know, not even a little bit. Dwayne Martin is not in control of that man's penis. And if you introduce him to another woman and they hook up, that has nothing to do with Dwayne. I really don't understand the point. I really don't understand the point of Dwayne introducing Lisa's husband to Lisa's friends and Lisa's friends hooking up with him and she being mad at Dwayne. The bigger question is, why are your friends hooking up with your husband? Because I'm sure they know that's your husband. Now, if Dwayne was actually encouraging the debauchery, you know, saying, hey, let's go out and smash these other chicks. Even then, I, I can't give him all the blame, but I would give him some of the blame. But just because of an introduction and, and introducing uh, him to 
our friends. That's so what she was like. He was like her brother, though. She said, "You know, my dirt as my brother, my friend, but you, my friend, I introduce you to him." She said, "What are you doing? I'm still confused." So she said, "She doesn't f with him at all." And I, I feel her. I don't. You, you don't think you, if you was around my man and you were supposed to be cool with me and you saw him cheating and didn't say nothing and encouraged it. You don't think it's strange that Lisa said Dwayne introduced her husband to their friends. Lisa's, she said associates and friends, so yeah. maybe not anybody she was super tight with, just, you know. What do you call friends then? And, and I'm just saying, Lisa's friends hooking up with her husband should be the actual issue. Like, why are you mad at Dwayne? Because your friends that he introduced your husband to because they are your friends hooked up with your husband. That's just a little strange I don't think she wasn't mad at everybody, but I think she also was mad at Dwayne, and she just don't mess with him. And that's cool. I'll cut you off if I see what type of person you are. And that's asking a bit. That's asking a lot, too, for a guy to just go tell on, to hey, man, I might pull the guy to the side and be like, bro, you got to watch yourself. You know, you a public figure. You out here, you, you dating my, my my girl who's like my sister. You making her look crazy right now. I'll do that, but I'm not going to run back to the girl and be like, hey, man. I've definitely had my guy friends come to me and tell me things that they would thought was uncomfortable, and I appreciate them for that. Actually, my best friend's husband came to me and was like, look, your boyfriend is a little bit like, I don't know about him. Mm. And so I appreciate that. If we cool like that. But let's see what y'all think. 800-585-1051. Let's talk to Bella. What's up, Bella? Yes. What did you think about what Lisa Ray had to say about Dwayne Martin? I feel like Lisa Ray was absolutely correct. I wouldn't mess with anybody that was around my husband. And he didn't take accountability by telling him, hey, what you're doing is wrong. I feel mm. like if you could tell your friends everything else, why can't you tell them when they're doing something stupid or disrespecting their wife. I mean, what are you a friend for then? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, we just not, you're not my friend for real. So, so the husband and the friends, so, so, so the husband and the friends of Lisa shouldn't have no accountability in this situation? No, they do, but she just don't mess with Dwayne because no, that they was... they do have Yeah, everybody does. I, if I was Lisa Ray, I wouldn't mess with the friend anymore because, come on now, you could have been telling my husband that you were acting cool if you're my friend as well. Like, you should be playing both sides. Like, hey, telling him what you did was wrong. So you think, okay, so you think Dwayne, you, 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 how are you? How are you, my love? So you think Dwayne should have been checking uh, Lisa's husband? His friend. I agree with that. Because yes, if you can check, if you can check anyone on anything else, I'm pretty sure if he was doing something else, he would have checked him. So why can't you check him on cheating and flirting with other women? I, you can't choose I, I agree when you with want that. to check a friend. All right. I agree with that. All right, let's talk to David. David, what do you think about this whole Lisa Ray Dwayne Martin friendship breaking up? Hello? Hey, David, what do you think? Now, I, I I just don't see how how some people want to try to put accountability on others when you know her husband clearly is a grown man. Dwayne Martin may may have possibly been trying to introduce him to these people as you know future business partners. And if he decided to do what he did with them after the introduction, how is that on Dwayne Martin? I agree with that, especially especially when it comes to introducing the husband to Dwayne and Lisa's mutual friends. Like if that's Lisa's friend, she should know better. Yeah. Did she go to Did she go to her friends about that? Did she go to her husband about that? Well, she's not with her husband anymore. They definitely broke. She definitely broke up with her husband. Their marriage has been over, so I think she definitely held him accountable for what he did. But as my friend, I just can't consider you my friend. That's all I'm saying. Not that other people aren't accountable, but you just not my friend no more. All right, let's see what you think. We're talking about Lisa Ray McCoy, and she talks about how Dwayne Martin actually broke up her marriage, helped break up her marriage to Michael Mizick. Yep, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlamagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy is uh, on a little mini vacation, and we're talking about Lisa Ray's Uncensored last night. And these comments she made about why she don't F with Dwayne Martin no more. 
I married what I thought was going to be a union in which it was going to be what we wanted it to be. So I left my career and I was a full-time wife and first lady in Turks and Caicos Islands. Then he was doing a lot more traveling by himself and I was staying home to really to be quite honest. Then he became friends with Dwayne Martin. He became disrespectful with introducing my husband to different women and women that we actually knew as friends and associates. So needless to say, me and Dwayne don't f with each other at all. I, I just I just don't agree. I mean, I think that, you know, maybe Dwayne Martin should have checked the husband, you know, when you see the husband out there wilding. But I think when it comes to him just introducing him to, to, to other women and him introducing him to Lisa's friends, I don't think that's on Dwayne. I think that, you know, if, if, if Lisa's friends choose to sleep with her husband, that's on the friends. And if this guy chooses to hook up with women that Dwayne introduces him to, that's on him too. But on the flip side, ye, how do you handle that when it's one of your girls? Because I know you don't tell on your homegirls. You, you don't go to the boyfriend and say, hey, my homegirl... Your, your girl is out here cheating on you with other guys. I definitely would tell the, my homegirl, like, look, you better chill out. So if your homegirl had two boyfriends. Mm -hmm. Oh, my my friend had two your boyfriends. Fr your friend okay. had two boyfriends. You would go back and tell one of the guys, hey, she no, got No, not boyfriend? if I'm not friends with them. But the point no, is I said that your she friend. Was, the, well, if I'm not friends with the guys, then that's not really my business. If that's my friend, I'm loyal to her. And Dwayne Martin was Lisa Ray's friend first, so he should have been loyal to her because they work together. Okay, so what if Lisa... Was what if Lisa had a friend, mm -hmm. right? And Lisa's friend was with the 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 husband. Lisa's friend was with the husband, right? Lisa what if Lisa's friend, a girl? No way, I'm confused. What okay. if Lisa's friend was mm -hmm. a girl and was friends with the husband? Okay. And she started hanging out with the husband and was introducing the husband to. Uh, other women or whatever should should the girl tell? No, I'm I'm confusing this. Should yeah, the I'm guy so should the guy tell? Would you tell on one of your girls? To who? To whoever. Like, is it a person I'm tight with? Yes. If, so, the, if the roles were reversed and it was a woman in this situation, would you tell? This is how I look at it, right? Okay. I have guy friends who I'm friends with them, and then I know their girlfriends through them. Yes. So I met you first. You are my boy, and I know your girl. I'm Boom. more loyal so, to my guy friend who I've been friends with, and I only know this girl because of you. So you wouldn't tell on your girl if she was cheating? It's whoever I'm better friends with. I'm just simply saying if it was a role reversal of gender. Would you tell? Oh, to me, it's not about gender. It's about friendship. So you and would so, tell? Yeah, I would. Okay. If I'm better friends with whoever it is, and yes, I will absolutely. So you do would it. tell. You would tell your. And girls. I might not give every detail, but I would be like, "Listen, I've seen some things that just didn't look completely right. You should talk to him and check." And I would tell her to tell or tell him to tell her I'm the one that said it. I don't mind. Wow. I'd be like, you can say I said it, but it just looked inappropriate to me. So you would tell the guy that his girl was doing some dirt. Yeah, if that's my boy. You better than me. Let's I definitely would. Because I, I would want somebody yeah, to tell I, me. I, I, I would, would want somebody to tell me. Uh, hello? <laughs> Just hello? hello. I, I, don't, I don't believe you, but okay. I definitely would. I've done it. Hey. Can you hear me? Yes, yes ma'am. Who's this? Hey. This is Chanel. Chanel, what do you think? I think you're absolutely right, Angela. Charlemagne, you have a lot of valid points, but I don't get how you wouldn't understand that with the situation with you and Wendy and her husband. Oh, that's perfect. That's a perfect example. Mm -hmm. I introduced that bum-ass yeah, Negro. I introduced that bum-ass Negro, Kelvin, the Sharina Hudson. I didn't know that they was going to hook up. So how was that on me? You didn't, but you stopped, you stopped dealing with him because of the foul stuff he was doing too. No, no, no. No, he stopped he stopped dealing with me because he thought that my homeboy was smashing his side chick. That's why he stopped dealing but with me. He's a sucker. What, but you still didn't like how he did Wendy. 
No, that had nothing to so do with it. So you didn't care about that? <laughs> no. That didn't matter to you? No. Like, that, that she, Wendy's a, Wendy's a grown-ass woman, and when Wendy was ready to wake up, she woke up. But I was there through all of the, I, I watched all of the botry play out. Mm. She still did right because she stopped dealing with her friends when she stopped dealing with her husband, so she got rid of them both. I understand if she was still with the husband and was blaming um, you know, Dwayne for whatever he was doing. Right. She she cut everybody know. off in that situation. I'm exactly. not messing with none of y'all. Because I can't even understand how I could be around you and I feel like you was watching all this happen and didn't say nothing to me. You're not my friend. I don't think women would tell on each other, though. I think this is some hogwash. I think women want us to tell on, you know, their man. <laughs> women want us to tell on their man when their man is doing dirt. But I don't think women would tell on each other. If you my homegirl, I'm not telling on you. But if I don't know, if I only <laughs> See, know. That's the point, but I'm saying though. if I only you know. You just my point. No, the point is that that was his homegirl. Lisa Ray and Dwayne Martin were friends. But you just said if it was she your homegirl, you wouldn't tell on her. But she only know, he only knew Dwayne Martin through her. That's my point. That's not like they was friends first. So that I was that was she said that was her brother. So I should only tell if it's my homie. Yeah, whoever you're better friends with. If you mm. really really cool, there's people you only know the person they're dating because of them. I only know your girl. I wouldn't even know her because if it wasn't for you. If I knew you first, then that's what it is. Mm. All right. Who's on the phone? This is Nate. Who? He said Nate. me. Me? What's Nate. up, me? Nate. Nate. <laughs> Good morning, Nate. How you doing? How are you? What you think, Nate? What you right, tell? All right. Uh, it's a loose, loose situation. Either mm -hmm. way, you're loose because if you let the woman know, then it's going to look like dudes is going to come back like, oh, he's trying to get with you. And then if you're telling your dude, the, the, the man, you know what I'm saying, it's kind of like violating, like, God code. You know what I'm saying? So... Way. Violating guy code. But you shouldn't be there introducing right. this guy and yucking it up with him while he's cheating. Yeah, but just because I introduce you to a girl don't mean that I'm trying to introduce you to her with the thoughts of you hooking up with her. Mm. Yeah, that's extra. That's extra. My mom's like, hey, 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 hi, how I you mean, guys doing? You know, this is my homeboy. I'm not, in, I'm not in control of this man's yeah, penis and this woman's vagina. What I got from this story was it felt to me like she was trying to say he introduced him to multiple women and knowing kind of what was going down. I just think the, the craziest part is when she said that Dwayne introduced her husband to Lisa's friends. And Lisa's friends, I guess, hooked up with him. Like, the bigger question to me is why are your friends hooking up with your husband? Because well, I'm sure they know that's your, your husband. Either. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I, I get why she's mad at Dwayne, I guess, but I don't know. All that's right. a little weird. All right, well, what's the moral of the story, Charlemagne? I don't think there is a moral to the story. <laughs> I think that this, is just a, this just depends on... You know how you feel mm -hmm. morally about these kind of situations. Some people choose to mind their business. Some people choose to intervene. Right. Well, you can cut off whoever you want to cut off. If I don't feel like I want to be cool with you no more because you did something to me that I feel like I can't accept your friendship, you don't have to be friends with people if you don't want to. Now we got rumor report coming up, right? Uh, yes, we are going to be talking about Peta. Find out who is going up against Peta. Also, Issa Rae. She's getting into the music business. I know she's always wanted to do this because we've seen her on Insecure rapping in the mirror. That's right. Uh, all that and more on the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
Well, 50 Cent wants people to call Xfinity, all the fans of power, so they don't remove stars and power from their packaging. He did a whole post about it. Don't let Xfinity drop power stars. If you're a Comcast Xfinity customer, visit KeepStars.com and call 888-90-STARS to tell them to keep stars. I feel like they do this every year. Right. Like every year. Always an issue. But has anyone ever wondered why the cable companies want to drop power to begin with? Like, why? I think it's a financial thing. Like... People want a certain amount of money. They don't want to give it to keep it. And licensing, the content is expensive. Power so. brings in big numbers, though. So big numbers equal more revenue, right? So about the ratings and revenue game in television. Yeah, and I think if enough people try to drop you, then obviously you're like, okay, we got to keep them and we have to figure this out. But I think it's also like a way that people negotiate. Like they act like we're not going to pay that. We're going to drop it. And then... It's just having to come to some middle ground. After a while, if I'm 50 cent in power, I'm telling them SMD. And the reason I'm telling them SMD is because y'all do this to me every year. It's like literally like the the guy or girl that tries to break up with you all the time. Well, they said both parties are blaming each other for not being able to settle on a deal. So we don't know who is doing that. Mm. All right. Now, Michael Jordan talks about being apolitical in his basketball career. And he got a lot of criticism for that, for avoiding social issues. Here's what he had to say when he talked to Craig Melvin on Today. You know, when I was playing, my vision and my tunnel vision was my craft. I was a professional basketball player, and I tried to do that the best I could. Now I have more time to understand things around me, understand causes, understand, you know, issues and, you know, problems, and commit, you know, my, my voice, my financial support to. Uh, I mean, I get it. I mean, I haven't seen the whole interview. Salute to my man Craig Melvin, by the way, South Carolina zone. But Michael Jordan, his focus was basketball. He was young. He was an athlete, not an activist. I mean, what did you want Michael Jordan to do back then? Show up to marches, lead boycotts? Like, what did they want from him back then? Uh, I mean, you know, I think people feel like you should understand, like, where you came from and want to help people because you're in a position to do so. Who says he didn't, though? So, like, who says he didn't but, get but money being and stuff si- like But that? being silent, I guess, was the issue that people had. So he's explaining what it was. He said now he has more time to understand things, to support and understand causes. Well, uh, well, everybody shouldn't be vocal, especially if you don't have a true understanding of what it is that you're speaking about. I mean, that's what he said in that, that interview. I mean, listen, was was LeBron James not a, a, a great example of that a, a week or so ago? He clearly didn't know what he was talking about right, when he came to the China situation, and you see what that cost him. Well, he was just explaining why it was the way that it was. He said, that's he, said, it. Yeah, he, that's he, said he didn't have an understanding of it. I don't, all right, now, I'm he not, also just pledged $7 million to open two medical clinics in his hometown of Charlotte. Boom. So, that's an amazing thing, and he also became a majority, well, as you know, uh, since he's become a majority owner of the Hornets back in 2010, he's got to make sure that he does some great things in that hometown of his. All right, now, Whoopi Goldberg, she got into it with PETA, and that's all because of some comments that she made on The View. I like bacon. I know I'm not supposed to. I know it's the, you know, the scum of the earth. I like the bacon. I want the bacon. You don't have to eat it. You, I don't ask you to eat what I eat, but I don't want you telling me I got to eat that. No one should tell you that you can't have something. All right. Well, Peter, of course, responded. We can't help but call out Whoopi Goldberg for her rant on The View over bacon. Really, Whoopi, eating bacon is your Friday cause. Your choice really hurts. Be kind. And she responded to Peter. Hey, I understand Peter is making a fuss because I like bacon. I never said I was a vegan, and I and just like what I just and just like I want choice over my body. I want the same for what goes into my body. I would never suggest that anyone pressure any one of you to change your vegan habits. Go eat a couch if you want. Shut up, Peter. So that hey, was her response. Hey, Peter, shut up. <laughs> hey, people talk about their love for bacon all the time. Why did y'all just randomly decide to go after Whoopi Goldberg on Friday? 
I guess she was, you know, it was a like, big deal when she said it. Look, Peter's just doing their job. That's what they do. What is their job? The, the, the police are about to, what we put in our mouth? To try to convince people to become vegan and not uh, eat animals and kill animals. That's what they do. So, of course, that's what it is. That's always what they're going to do. All right, Issa Rae has the launched Peter, a new... Do Peter people uh, suck plant-based penises? I just want to know. They don't eat them. Oh, okay. Just want to know. They're still alive after that. All right. All right. Issa Rae has launched a new label with Atlantic Records and should be interesting because I feel like she's always wanted to do like music things because you see how she is on Insecure. She's always been making sure that music is essential. Even on Insecure, the songs that you hear playing on there, you're like, oh, what's that song? I got to go make sure I download that. I'm sure that's important to her. So I think it makes sense. Uh, Julie Greenwald, who I love, she's the Atlantic chairman and CEO, said Issa Rae is a next level future thinking creative force who's been breaking down cultural barriers and conquering one field after another. Another. And speaking of... That's a very natural uh, uh, pairing for Issa to have her own record label, by the way. Speaking of Atlantic Records, congratulations to Youngboy NBA. He has his latest uh, album in his debut week at number one. So congratulations to him. That's a big deal. Um, also, Demi Lovato, her Snapchat got hacked and her, knee, her nudes were leaked online. So I can't believe that she's sending out nudes on Snapchat. I would think that she would text them to people, but... Uh, the she hacking. shouldn't be sending them, sending them at all. But not on Snapchat. It, either way, it's, it's iCloud through the iPhone. I don't understand why people... You don't have to put your stuff on iCloud, you know. You don't? No, I don't. Oh, but still, why is somebody like Demi Lovato sending nudes, period? Why do you trust people? I don't know. If, look, if she want to send some nudes, I'm not going to tell her not to do it, but, you know, just I, I will never not on Snapchat. That. I would never understand why, why rich people who have, you know, so much fame and so celebrity would be sending their nudes at all. They know the risk to that. And for all y'all out there, don't put your face in them, okay? That way you could always say, that's not me. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Charlemagne, say goodbye to Revolt. Hey, Revolt, peace. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, we got the People's Choice Mix coming not up at 9 Yee o'clock. Um, the People's Choice Mix, we all know, is really not, has, has nothing to do with the people. The people don't choose you have anything. A choice. These are the songs that DJ Envy has chose to leave y'all with while he's on his little mini vacation. Okay, but enjoy. It's what the do Breakfast I want to hear today? It's the World's Most Dangerous Morning Show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy uh, took his wife on a little mini vacation for their anniversary, man. They're so, in Paris. How romantic. That's right. Salute to them. Um, salute to Joy Coy for pulling up. Joy Coy was here uh, earlier the day. When did you know Joy was here last week, right? Joy was here last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because today's Monday. Salute to my guy, Joe Coy, man. Uh, He's salute- hilarious. Joe Coy is very funny. Salute to everybody at South Carolina State University. I was there uh, over the weekend for their homecoming. That's my mom's alma mater, and it was just a beautiful thing to see all of those those kids uh, having a great time at the HBCU this weekend. What'd mm-hmm. you do this weekend, you? Um, this weekend, I kicked off my lip service live tour, and that was in Philly. So I was out there. Shout out to everybody that came out and supported. It was really fun. And tonight, we're actually going to be in New York at Gramercy Theater, and that's going to be featuring Dave East, Carlos Miller, and Chico Bean from 85 South Show, and Dasha Polanco. So... Listen, it's going to be a good time. I'm excited. Shout out to Partisan Fontaine, who came through yesterday. Young Chris, who flew back off the Wale show, off the Wale tour for one day just to come and do this. Also to TJ Adams from the Wu-Tang series on Hulu. He plays Old Dirty Bassett and DJ Diamond Cuts. They kicked it off in Philly with us. And listen, I want to salute uh, Nikki Brevard, Miss Nicole Brevard. Nicole Brevard was a, uh, a, a librarian 
when I was attending Berkeley High School, and she used to always be on my ass. I'm talking about she would jack me up, tell me I was wasting my life, I was too smart for that, yada, yada, yada. And I remember one time when I got arrested, I wrote about it in my first book, when I, when I got arrested and uh, I got out of jail, she jacked me up at a game and told me I was ruining my life, and she sucked her teeth in me, and she walked away. And I remember I never wanted to make somebody that believed in me I never wanted to let down somebody that believed in me. And I remember she she gave me that feeling in that moment. And uh, she she works at South Carolina State, man. And I, I saw her this weekend. And I really just love her and appreciate her. So I just want to tell all the adults out there, even when you think that these kids aren't listening, they are. And you never know the impact you will have on their life by simply showing them that you cared. And uh, Miss Nikki Brevard always showed me that she cared. So salute to her. It and you gave a, some money, right? I did. I, I did give a donation to uh, South Carolina State this weekend. So did my man Jim Clyburn. So did the uh, SC State State Club. Like, yeah, I mean, that's what you should do for HBCUs. You know, everybody talks about how HBCUs need money and HBCUs need funding and athletes need to stay at HBCUs. It's a lot of brothers and sisters who are doing pretty well for themselves who can share their wealth and, you know, keep these HBCUs thriving. So, yeah, we all we need at the end of the day. So salute to uh, everybody at South Carolina State. Now we got the positive note coming up next. It's the Breakfast Club. What's up? It's the Breakfast Club. Happy Monday, everybody. Okay, I hope y'all don't have a case of the Mondays today. And let's get it started. So, Charlamagne, what is your positive note today? The, po- the positive note is simply this, man. Um, For everybody out there that's waking up on this Monday and they going through it and they like, damn, you know, why is, why is stuff so hard? Why am I struggling? Just understand that. Uh, when you should all- wake up hard. Jesus Christ. What if you're a woman? <laughs> so, so so, so, you just understand that soon when all is well, you're going to look back on this period of your life and be glad that you never gave up. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? 